In this series, we're explaining the spiritual significance of holidays, of the Yom Tovim. Following the holiday of Pesach, and after we've discussed at length the spiritual significance of the holiday of Passover, the holiday that follows Passover is Shavuos, the time that we celebrate the giving of the Torah, where God gave the Jewish people the Torah at Mount Sinai. However, there is something in between these two periods, the holiday of Passover and the holiday of Shavuos, and that is that one of the mitzvahs, one of the precepts, are that between Passover and Shavuos, every single day, we're supposed to count the days. The first day following Passover, we're supposed to say, verbalize, today is the first day, and next day, today is the second day, and so on until we count 49 days, and the day following the 49th day, the 50th day, that is the day of Shavuot. This mitzvah of counting is not a separate precept that's unrelated to Passover and Shavuot, but it's actually like a bridge that connects these two holidays. In fact, the holiday of Shavuos depends on this counting. What does it mean that it depends on this counting? Now, we have a fixed calendar. And according to that fixed calendar, Shavuos always comes out to be the sixth day in the Hebrew month of Sivan. Because the Hebrew month of Nisan always has 30 days, and the Hebrew month of Eir that follows always has 29 days, so then naturally, the day of Shavuos, which is 50 days after Passover, will always be on the sixth day of Sivan. But in the times before the temple was destroyed, when they established the new moon, the new month, through the Bezdin, through the Jewish court, where people would come and testify that they saw the new moon, and that's how they established when the month begins. So therefore, it varied from year to year. Sometimes the Hebrew month of Nisan didn't have 30 days, but 29 days. And sometimes the Hebrew month of Eir had 30 days, and different ways that it could have happened. So when was Shavuos, it wasn't on the 6th of Sivan, it was always 50 days from the counting of the Omer, from Passover. And therefore, sometimes it came out on the 5th of Sivan. Sometimes it came out on the 6th of Sivan. Sometimes it came out on the 7th of Sivan. Which means, in this sense, Shavuos is an exception. Because all holidays are established, and they depend on the day of the month. The holiday of Shavuos is an exception. It doesn't depend on the day of the month, but it depends on 50 days from Passover. That's when Shavuos begins. So therefore, Shavuos actually depends on this counting of the Omer. So we see from this, that the counting of the Omer is not just a mitzvah in itself, unrelated to Passover and Shavuos, but this mitzvah has something to do with the holiday of Shavuos and the holiday of Passover. As we said before, some sort of a bridge that connects these two holidays. The source of this mitzvah in the Torah is in the Chumash, in Vayikra, in Leviticus, in the portion of Emmer, where it says, Mimochas you should count 
from the day following the first day of Passover, you should count the Omer, and the 50th day would be Shavuot. In fact, there was a carbon, there was a sacrifice that was brought on the second day of Passover, and that sacrifice is called carbon Omer. And the purpose of the sacrifice was to permit the Jews to eat from the new crop. Up until this point, they weren't allowed to eat from the new crop until this sacrifice was brought. And the Torah says that once this sacrifice was brought and you can eat from the new crop, now on that day you begin to count. And you count 50 days. And on the 50th day starts the holiday of Shavuot. What is actually the reason for this counting? So the commentaries explain that when the Jewish people went out of Egypt, they were told that you're going out of Egypt, God is taking you out of Mitzrayim because he wants to have you as his nation. And he will be giving you the Torah at Har Sinai. And when the Jews heard that in 50 days after leaving Egypt they're going to receive the Torah at Mount Sinai, they were very excited and they were very eager to be able to reach that day. And because of their excitement, they started to count the days. And this is what we're commemorating when we're also counting the days between Passover and Shavuot. So to understand this on, on a deeper level, it's basically saying that Shavuot is actually the completion of Passover. Because Passover God took us out of the Egyptians. And, and Shavuot, that's when we became his nation. And these two things are not separate incidents, but they're connected. They're the purpose of taking us out of Egypt and having us detached from the Egyptian and from their culture and from their way of life is to accept the new way of life and to be connected to Hashem and become God's nation and to live with the 613 mitzvahs. And here we have this counting of the Omer, which is some sort of a preparation. After Passover, we don't go straight into Shavuot, but there's a 50-day period in between which prepares us for the holiday of Shavuot. So we understand that the counting is some sort of a preparation to be able to experience this holiday on a higher and more spiritual level. In fact, it says that when the Jewish people were in Egypt, they actually came down to the lowest levels spiritually. And the way it's described in the Gemara is that there are altogether 50 degrees of impurity. 50 gates of impurity. And when the Jewish people were in Egypt, they came down so low that they came and reached the 49th gate of impurity. And that's why they needed 49 days of counting to purify themselves and to remove from themselves the 49 gates of impurity. So therefore they were given 49 days to accomplish that. So here too we see that the counting is some sort of a spiritual preparation for receiving the Torah. And the Zohar, when he talks about these 49 days, which are 7 weeks, also says that when God gave the Torah to the Jewish people, it was like their chuppah, like the marriage date. Just like a woman, in preparation to marriage, to be able to be with her husband, she counts seven clean days, as it's known the laws of family purity. So to the Jewish people, in preparing 
for their marriage, so to speak, and that is that connection, that unity with Hashem, therefore they needed seven weeks of preparation and refinement and purification to be able to reach that level of marriage, so to speak, with Hashem. In fact, the word sefira, which means counting, also comes from the term spheros or behiros, which means brightness, light, shining. Like the word evan sapir, which means a sapphire stone, a stone that shines and is bright. In other words, the purpose of this counting is to refine ourselves and to have our personality shining with a spiritual light. What is the significance of spiritually of this amount of time that was given, the seven weeks? So it says that basically a person has seven attributes, seven emotional attributes. And being that there are seven emotional attributes, therefore we count the seven weeks to refine each one of those emotional attributes. So one week is given to refine the attribute of chesed, another week is given to refine the attribute of gavura, and altogether we have seven weeks. And specifically, this is referring to the attributes of the animal soul. As we know, and we've gone through this in the previous lessons, that every Jew has two souls. One soul is called the godly soul, and that's the soul within the person that motivates the person towards anything and everything that's godly. And then there's the animal soul. That's the soul and the identity and the energy within the person that generates any kind of feeling and drive towards animalistic things. So in preparation for Shavuos, what we have to work on is to refine our animal soul, which in fact explains that we see an exception here with this sacrifice, with carbon omer, in which way it's different from other sacrifices. All other sacrifices, when they brought grain, they always brought chitim, which is wheat. This sacrifice was brought from saorim, barley. And the difference is that wheat is basically food for humans. Barley is something which humans, but also animals, can also eat it. What is the significance of the fact that this was chosen is because to show us that this is the time of the year where we have to work on refining our animal soul in preparation to receive the Torah. So therefore, the sacrifice which is brought is also brought from barley, not from wheat. So all in all, we see that the seven weeks that were given were given to refine and prepare the animal soul to be able to receive the godly revelation that's going to take place on the holiday of Shavuos. If that's the case, why are we given seven weeks? It should be seven days. Each day corresponds to another one of the attributes. And the answer is, because each one of these attributes consists of seven details. What are the seven details? The same seven attributes. If you look in the Siddur, where that's the book that we use to count the Omer, you'll find that the first night, the first week, is the attribute of Chesed. But you have seven days in the first week, so one of them is, the first one is Chesed Sheba Chesed. In other words, the attribute of Chesed, as it's included in Chesed. The second night is Gevura Sheba Chesed, the attribute of Gevura, as it's included in Chesed. The third night is the attribute of Teferis, as it's included in Chesed, and so on and so forth. That's how you have all seven attributes. 
So it's not seven attributes completely, but it's the seven attributes as they're all included in Chesed. The second week is the attribute of Gevur that we have to work on. And here once again we have seven days because there's the attribute of Chesed as it's included in Gevura. There's the attribute of Gevura as it's included in Gevura. There's the attribute of Keferis as it's included in Gevura. And so on and so forth with all the seven attributes. So because each one of the attributes includes all of the seven, therefore you need seven weeks. And in each week there are seven days that it should be a total and a complete purification of the seven attributes of our animal soul. Of course, these seven days are not only related to the animal soul, but it's also related to the spheres, which is the seven attributes in the spiritual realm. But these two things go together. That when I count the Omer, through making the blessing, I'm able to draw down a specific attribute in the godly and spiritual realm. And that attribute will refine and elevate its counterpart in the soul. So on the first day of the counting... I am able to draw down the attribute of chesed. And it's the first day of the week, so it's chesed, sheva chesed. That corresponds and that will refine the attribute of chesed, sheva chesed within my soul. And the same applies to all the seven days of the week and all the weeks of this period. What is necessary to explain is what does it mean that all seven attributes are included in each one. That the attribute of chesed includes in it chesed, gevura, teferes, and all seven. How can you understand this practically speaking? And here in this lesson today, we'll make an attempt to explain this. But before we explain it, Naturally, it has to be clear what are the seven attributes to begin with. And we'll only go over this briefly because it was explained at length and in detail in lesson number 28. So if you can go back to listen to lesson 28, it'll be easier to follow what we're going to explain in today's lesson. So first we'll go over briefly what are the seven attributes. And then we'll go into understanding how can there be the seven included in each one. He said the attributes in general, the emotions in general, what are they? The emotion is the way I react to something or someone outside of me. When another person or an object or an event has an effect on me, it moves me, that's emotion. How I'm affected by something else. Um, this emotion, this movement, can be in one or two directions. Either it affects me in a way that I'm drawn closer, like the feeling of love, or it affects me in a way that I move backward and I'm more withdrawn. It affects me in a way that I move away from it, like a feeling of fear. So generally speaking, all the emotions, all the feelings are actually in one of these two directions. It's either a feeling where I'm going forward and coming closer, or the way it affects me is in a way that I'm more distant from this thing. I'm moving away from it. And these are the two attributes of chesed and gvura. Chesed doesn't just mean literally kindness, but any feeling, any emotion which draws me closer to something... That's chesed. 
And actually the definition would be when I extend myself. I am extending myself to something or to someone else. Gvura means any feeling where I'm withdrawing, like the feeling of anger or hate or fear. These are all feelings where I withdraw. And not necessarily that chesed has to mean something good and gvura is something bad. In both areas, in good things and in negative things, you have chesed and gvura. Any feeling which draws me closer to something is chesed, where I'm extending myself. Any feeling where I'm withdrawing, that's gvura. What is the ferris, which means beauty? This is explained at length, that being that there are the two energies in the person and two feelings, one that's going forward and one at times that moves away and withdraws, Tiferes is the ability to coordinate these two movements. That there are certain feelings which are actually made up of both feelings, of going forward and moving back in, in a balanced way. And that's what Tiferes is. So when you're talking about a feeling which is purely going forward and extending myself, that's chesed. When you talk about a feeling which is purely and exclusively withdrawing and, and creating a distance between me and something else, that's gvura. When you're talking about a feeling which is a combination of both, it involves both movements. There's something about this feeling which draws me closer and something about this feeling which makes me withdraw. That is teferis, which is a combination of both movements and they're being coordinated together. What is Netzach and Hod, the next two of the attributes? Netzach is actually a continuation of the first, of Chesed. Hod is a continuation of Gevura. What does that mean? When a person has a feeling of Chesed, an emotion which means I'm extending and I'm going forward, I'm being drawn and attracted to something, on account of that, it's not just a feeling, but therefore, actually, you follow up on that feeling by actually doing things to bring you closer. So netzach means when I'm determined to make that closeness happen, and regardless of anything that comes up to stop me, the feeling of determination to do it to the end and not be affected by any kind of obstacles, that's netzach. So in a sense, netzach is like chesed. It's a drive to go forward, to come closer, to be connected and attached to something. But specifically, it's the feeling on a more practical level that in spite of anything that comes up in the way, I will go forward. Determined to accomplish it. Hold is exactly the same thing, but in the opposite direction. When a person experiences the emotion of Gevura, which means to withdraw, to pull back, here too they might encounter different kinds of obstacles and things standing in the way that don't let them pull back. So hold means when I'm determined to carry out and to actualize this feeling of gavura in whatever form it takes on, whether it's hate or fear or any kind of withholding that there are always obstacles in the way that try to stop me from withholding. Hold means when I'm determined to withhold regardless of all the difficulty that I'm going to encounter. And then we have the last two, which is Yisod and Malchus. These two attributes represent the actualizing of my feelings. In other words, if I have any kind of feeling, a feeling of love for another person, 
And this love, this drive makes me want to do something for that person, to help that person. So you saw it in Malchus' way, I express that feeling in an actual level. We actually express it on a practical level. And it's not really necessary in this lesson to go into the difference between Yisod and Malchus. We've already discussed this at length in that lesson number 28. But both of them generally deal with applying the feeling and expressing the feeling on an actual and practical level. Now to go into what does it mean that the attributes include all seven. So let's start with the first, which is the attribute of Chesed. And let's see how all seven can be included in Chesed. What would it mean when we say Chesed inside Chesed? So again, Chesed alone is a feeling which is going forward. Any feeling which attracts me makes me closer to something. So we talk about the Chesed of the animal soul. It means if a person experiences any kind of love or passion towards something which is not godly. Let's say a person has a strong desire for money. That's chesed. Now this drive for money can express itself in many different ways. If it gives the person the drive to go ahead and work late hours, to go ahead and work in a way where he's kind of hurting himself, hurting his health, or a drive to go ahead and do something which is dishonest in order to make more money. That's called chesed sheba chesed. In other words, the initial emotion is chesed. It's to connect to something. And how is it being expressed? Also in an extending way that I'm extending myself, going out to cheat and to take someone else's money. That's chesed sheba chesed. What would be gvura sheba chesed in the animal soul? That is, if on account of this passion for money, the person has a feeling of withholding. For example, to withhold the money and not to share it with any other person. Not to give charity, not to give gifts, not to spend it for myself. So that's a feeling of withholding, but it's called Gvurasha Bechesa because this withholding comes as a result of the passion for money. What would be Tiferes Sheva Chesed? Again, talking about the animal soul. This would be when a person experiences a feeling which is combined of both. Part of it is extending myself and part of it is withholding. As an example, if on account of this passion for money, the person has a drive to steal. So in that process, there's an aspect of chesed where I'm extending myself, going to the other person's house, going into the other person's pocket to steal their money. But at the same time, there's an aspect of withholding where I have to conceal what I'm doing, have to hide that no one should recognize the crime that I'm committing. So there's an aspect of chesed there and an aspect of gvura working together. That's the ferris. When the two energies of extending and withholding are working together, they have to be coordinated together properly. That's the ferris of the animal soul. What would be Netzach and Hod included in Chesed? Following along this pattern, for the animal soul to be the same thing. When a person has a drive to extend themselves on account of their passion for money, so again, they might encounter many difficulties on the way. 
So this person has a drive to steal, thinks about the risk, he might be caught, what might happen if they catch him. And he doesn't let all these thoughts stop him, but he's determined to carry out and to pursue this money that he has a passion for. In other words, he's determined to express the chesed. And what would be hold? Exactly the same thing, but in the opposite direction. That because he has this passion for money, he's withholding, not giving charity, not sharing it with other people, not helping people who are in tremendous need. And here too, he encounters tremendous difficulty, where people are begging him, people are trying to convince him how important it is, and nevertheless he's determined not to give it away and to hold on to it, and that's hold Shebechesed. The determination to carry out his withholding on account of his love for money. And then comes Yisod and Malchus Shebechesed, which means when this passion for money comes to a point where it's not just a feeling that I'm experiencing in my heart, but when the animal soul actually expresses it and it's actualized on a very practical level. I do something on account of that passion for money. That you sowed in Malchus. When these feelings and this passion is expressed and applied to something practical and actual, that you sowed in Malchus as it's included in Chesed. This is an example of the seven attributes as they're included in each other in the animal soul. One would ask, so during these seven days, the first week of the counting of the Om, I have to refine my animal soul. But how do I establish this on the godly soul so we can see exactly the same thing, but in a godly way? Chesed of the godly soul would be when a person has love for Hashem. That's chesed. Now this love for God can also express itself in two ways. One way in a way that I'm extending myself, but the love can also express itself in a way that I'm withholding. For example, if a person on account of their love for Hashem, therefore they pursue Torah study, they want to do mitzvahs, they want to do things that connect them to Hashem. That's chesed shebechesed. That I'm experiencing a feeling of extending myself, I'm being attracted to something on account of that love for Hashem. What would be gvurah shebechesed? If a person refrains from doing something which is a sin, refrains from doing anything which would interfere with their connection to Hashem. So they're actually, the actual feeling is withholding. I'm not doing something which I would like to do. But what's motivating that feeling? The love for Hashem. So it's gvura shebechesed. It's a feeling of withholding, but it comes as a result of my love. So it's gvura shebechesed. And what is Tiferes Shebechesed? For the godly soul? There are times where the love for Hashem generates both feelings. The feeling to extend myself and at the same time to withhold. And both of these feelings coexist together and work together. And they have to be working together in a balanced way. For example, a person has an intense love for Hashem. Therefore, they want to study a lot of Torah spend a lot of time on studying Torah or on doing mitzvahs. But sometimes they can go to such an extreme to the point where they're neglecting their health, neglecting uh, the, the care that they have to give their children or to, to educate their children. 
which means at the same time that I'm experiencing this intense love for Hashem, and therefore I want to go ahead and do things, I have to be able to contain myself and limit myself in order not to neglect other responsibilities that I have. So that's the feeling of chesed, extending myself, and the feeling of gevura, withholding and limiting my feeling, and these two have to work together at the same time in a balanced way. Like we find stories of people who are tzaddikim, that they experienced such intense love for Hashem to the point that their soul expired, it left their body. And, and, and that was considered a sin because they didn't have that right balance. What is chesed, netzach sheba chesed for the godly soul? Well, this feeling of chesed, to extend myself and to do things out, out of my love for Hashem, many times one will experience difficulty in doing it, so therefore, netzach means when I'm determined to do those things on account of my love for Hashem, whether it's learning, doing mitzvahs, helping others, I'm determined to do it in spite of all the difficulty that I might encounter. What is hod chesed? Exactly the same thing, but in the opposite direction. If I am motivated with this love for Hashem, but on account of that, I decide to withhold I want to refrain and restrain from doing negative things, hold myself back from losing my temper, from saying something abusive to another person. Hold means when I'm determined to withhold in spite of all the difficulty I might encounter. What is Yisod and Malchus of Chesed? That's when these feelings are actually expressed and applied to something practical. And the next lesson, God willing, will explain how this also applies to the other attributes.